In this shortcast, Dr. Paulina Debrowska-Schlepp discusses her work, comparison of efficacy between subcutaneous and intravenous application of mos egal in the mouse model of Fabry disease, published in September 2023. Hello, everybody. Today, I would like to give you a short insight into our findings, which were recently published in JMD Reports. I think that most JMD readers are familiar with Fabry disease. It's one of the lysosomal storage conditions in which patients lack functional alpha-galactosidase, shortly ACL. This enzyme is normally responsible for correct processing of single lipids. This function of ACL causes accumulation of unprocessed lipids, such as GB3 in lysosomes, and leads to cell damage, resulting in renal impairment, cardiomyopathy, and cerebrovascular events. The current treatment for Fabry disease is based on enzyme replacement therapy. In this therapy, the recombinantly produced agal is intravenously applied to patients in biweekly intervals. This way of treatment is effective, but it is also associated with several drawbacks. The infusions are time and resource consuming and often associated with unwanted reactions such as fever, chills, or hypotension. Therefore, an alternative route of administration via subcutaneous injection is the current objective in treatment of chronic conditions. Here, insulin pens for diabetics are probably the best known example. Subcutaneous injections can be done at home by the patient himself and thus allow the drug to be applied more frequently. This method also usually leads to a prolonged exposition in plasma when compared to IFAO administration. For Fabry disease, this characteristic could translate to a more constant level of agal in circulation. So, with all these potential benefits in mind, we were curious whether our recombinant version of agal, which we call MOS agal, proves efficacious when given subcutaneously. We already know that MOS agal can degrade accumulated GB3 in target organs of Fabry mice. We've also observed positive trend in biomarkers after a single infusion of MOS agal in human patients. But all these studies were based on an intravenous administration. So to investigate the potential efficacy following subcutaneous injection, we performed a series of in vivo experiments in Fabry mouse model. We started with looking at the pharmacokinetic profile and organ distribution of the enzyme following the intravenous or subcutaneous injection. As expected, we could see that the maximal exposure is reached directly post-IFAO injection. With the subcutaneous administration, the exposure peak was reached only half an hour post-injection, with enzyme activity returning to baseline levels at 4 to 6 hours. So the first lesson learned was that the subcutaneously injected MOS agal could be transported from the injection site to bloodstream. Moreover, cellular localization results showed that MOS agal arrived at the same cells within the target organs, no matter which application method was chosen. However, the absolute amounts of enzyme reaching the organs differed considerably. Approximately 10 times higher dose was necessary for the subcutaneous injection to reach comparable enzyme activities in target organs as after the IFAO administration. Nevertheless, consequent subcutaneous injections led to a significant decrease in GB3 levels in heart and liver, and similar effects were observed for the lyso-GB3 levels in mouse serum. Still, in direct comparison with IFAO injections, the overall efficacy of free IFAO injections was higher than that of total 16 subcutaneous injections. In summary, our results show that subcutaneous application of MOS agal leads to favorable degradation of GB3 deposits in Fabry mouse model. This indicates the possibility of using this route of administration for therapeutic treatment. However, considering markedly lower bioavailability after subcutaneous injection, further developments are necessary to enable economically reasonable clinical application.
If you'd like to read our paper, please visit the GMD Reports webpage or click the link in the podcast description. Thank you for listening.